0: here we are uh show episode 38 how you feeling right now feeling good man better um
1: look i actually have time to record this week like last week we kind of had to like um you know jam it in and today i feel like it's it's back to normal i'm sitting here and i'm talking to you and again we mm-hmm. could serve the customers we serve in these streets man
0: yeah, t- uh, the other week we you had some stuff you know going on, and then this week was kind of a oh, rough week for me, like just like switching around. And uh, uh, yesterday when I got out of work, I was like, "Let's do this! I'm gonna guess so We're gonna get some. Uh, get some content content done this week." Uh, but yeah, so um, it's Super Bowl weekend. You, you know, I'm not that excited about it this year. Um, I also watch it, but well, yeah. By the time we are going to
1: talk about, by the time this is done, either the Chiefs have won back-to-back Super Bowls or Tom Brady has won his seventh, with the most diverse coaching staff in NFL history. So it's kind of you know, it, it you really if you you're, you're into like progression, you know this is a Super Bowl. For you, if you're a racist asshole, then, you know, you're going to find something else to to, to talk about. As a matter of fact, real quickly, before we get into the intro, you know, we talked about him many, many, many episodes ago. But, you know, I'm a big-ass Weekend fan, so I'm really hyped that he's doing the, the halftime show this year. And, you know, as with many artists, his catalog is... You know not for um it's for like mature audiences only but he's you know mike you've heard weekend songs so you know there's obviously songs yeah man yeah the,
0: there's a new one that came out i didn't know it was him i was like all right i like it i like it
1: yeah he has a, a whole yeah. bunch of songs that um actually are like pop songs like i can't feel my face oh yeah uh star boy oh, yeah, that's him too. yeah blinding lights off his new album so it that's the one like, I was talking about yeah it ain't like he um like he's gonna be up there like yeah I'm like you know I wanna fuck you slow with the lights on like he's he's not gonna play dumb kind of songs but like Phil Mushnick of course you know the re- yeah, the, re- <laughs> the the res- <laughs> resident racist for the New York Post of course he has something to say about the weekend um provocateur and yeah that's that's
0: like the word you mean what do you (laughs) provocateur he
1: he called it a contradiction that the weekend is performing um at the nfl uh super bowl because he you know the nfl is trying to promote like uh you know uh and racism and stuff like that. And it's like, oh well he uses the N-word. So that's contradictory. And it's it's fucked up because I um actually was suggested to be talking about who could use the N-word and who can't. And it's like incredible that like white people created this word that's um used to demean us and black people have taken it and they we've used it in our own vernacular as something that we we have that you can't have and i think yeah so i, I think that's that's the issue for people like phil mushnik and you know i feel like phil mushnik uh any any singer that is like my complexion like he, he would find some issue with like they I have like a gospel artist performing like kurt franklin could be performing at the um at the Super Bowl, and he found, like, a fucking issue with it. So, um, once again, if you didn't listen to our first mention of Phil Mushnick, where we talk about him being a racist and him being very anti-wrestling, like, once again, we'll let you know, fuck Phil Mushnick. But, Mike, what we got on the docket for today?
0: Yeah, so uh, on Twitter, um, Chrissy Teigen, uh, she's – probably what top 10 whatever with the uh, followers um, she posted uh, or she, you know she tweeted about a, a situation where um, she was at like a fancy restaurant and uh, the waiter recommended um, a wine a Cabernet and when they got the bill it was like 13k and um, so you know obviously there's people that are gonna respond like you know like Either one hundred percent love it, one hundred percent hate it, and just like you know, just like say say all the stuff. Yeah. So she posed the question.
1: Um, she posed yeah. a question to her Twitter followers. The initial question was, "Have you ever bought something that sucked, but then found out it was real expensive?" And she was just posing, posing that question out, and then she followed it up by saying, "I ordered this wine." And it sucked, but when we got the bill, it was thirteen thousand, and it's like you can't do anything about it then because you already opened it. Like it ain't like they're gonna pop the cork back in it, take it back, and take the thirteen thousand off of your thing. But people had an issue with it because it seemed uh, tone deaf.
0: But we'll get right. into it. We'll um, get into it. Yeah, that's like we're gonna jump into that. Also, um, we're gonna talk about like what celebrity death. Or passing uh, affected you the most? Um, As we get older, people that there's more and more celebrities that we that pop up uh, almost like other other day every other day. Um, But me and Shag are going to share our personal moment of like, wow, that really affected me. And of course, uh, what we've been doing for the last few episodes, we're going to have our bachelor season twenty-five update with Shug, Uh, so we're gonna, you know, Matt James, uh, Shug, you you started watching it, so we're going to get the uh, the four one one on what's going on with that, and there's also some off other story stuff that's going on with that, and I'm gonna bring that up as well. Okay. So here we go, episode thirty-eight. Okay, so you know, every day there's like different trending things on Twitter and. Uh, there are many personalities and celebrities and uh, voices on social media that uh, tend to trend a lot. Uh, so Chrissy Teigen, uh, she seems to be a, a huge present on presence on uh, social media, uh, and she posted a question like, "What's like the uh, what was it, the most expensive food you had that sucked?" Yeah. Paraphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one idea in my head and I'm afraid to bring it up because then I look like a little cheap, cheap, you know, cheap bastard, you know, but, uh, Shug, you, you had that experience? Yeah.
1: Like I responded to the, to the tweet. I responded to the tweet because I saw like the initial question. I think people had problems with her example but I saw it and I was like, I, like I've, I've been there like a million times. Like, you know, you go to a restaurant, you buy something and it sucks or you buy like an item um, and it doesn't work like you expect it to work. And like, I just, I, 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 I use my example is like, you know, i go to like Italian restaurants and they have stuff on the menu, and it's, like, super-duper expensive. And then you buy it, and I, it tastes like shit. But, like, me, I'm so frugal that if I already ordered it and I started eating it, like, I have to finish it, even as bad as it is. Because I'm like, yo, I spent, like, $40 on this plate, so I have to eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that was my response to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, with me, um, I sometimes I like I would expect it. Like I'll go some place, um, just trying to be like a fan, like a fancy place in the city in Manhattan, and I uh, I look at the prices. I'd be mean, like, you know, like, kind of like I think two years ago was the last time I did something like romantic like like that with like a Valentine's Day because we're in February now, um, and I was like, it was kind of like, and I opened it up, I went. It was like it was like <laughs> twenty-five dollars for garlic bread. <laughs> what? And I was like, fuck it. You know, so um so I'm in the red, you know, now because of that. But no, um yeah, I mean, uh, we didn't mention what the uh, we mentioned that the first the first tweet, the actual question was asking um a very broad thing. Anyone could, you know, relate to it. Uh and then the second one was about the waiter suggesting Thirteen thousand dollar Cabernet, and that's where like the the divide, right? Like we could talk about our own personal things, but like the divide on Twitter, because Twitter is just Jesus. It's like you know, every once in a while, like yeah, I have to turn it off. But uh, people are like, oh, uh, you're like unrelatable, you know? Like during this time, especially you know, thirteen thousand dollars and everything, and you're like complaining about it, and then other people were like just playing off it and you know giving their own like jokes and stuff um so let's talk about the second response uh w- w- what she said about the um the bill mm-hmm. what did you think about when you saw that like 13k and it's kind of like a uh, like a throwaway line where like oh it was like you know thirteen thousand, you know and are you like taking you know are you like talking about? you're talking about a, a A waiter, I don't know what the place was though, these are like fancy places, but yeah, uh, first, like
1: she's a famous person, famous model, and you know, media personality. And then she's married to um, I believe he's an EGOT now, like he, uh, John Legend, like he has an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony, um, the elusive Tony, yeah. So he has all of those and he's, um, so, so obviously the places that they go are probably a lot more affluent than places me and you frequent. And I think maybe perhaps like my only criticism was that maybe she probably didn't have to put that the wine was 13,000. She could have just been like, it was, it was expensive. Or just say it was really expensive. It was extremely expensive. And when you taste Hmm. it, it wasn't worth the price tag. But maybe she put in the $13,000 to be like, yo, like, to kind of emphasize, like, listen, like, this thing costs this much and it's like shitty. And it, like, a $200 bottle, or not even a $200 bottle of wine, like a $20 bottle of wine probably tastes better than that $13,000 bottle of wine like that would be like my takeaway from it but to other people they look at Chrissy Teigen and I mean like let's just let me give my idea of uh Chrissy Teigen she's such an easy target because I mean she not I'm not saying she's an easy target but she's an easy target target for certain groups of people like she's extremely liberal And so is John They were very critical of Donald Trump and his administration And then they were at the inauguration a few weeks ago For Joe Biden and Kamala Harris So they're very, very liberal So of course, like right-wing, conservative, racist-ass people I'm saying that separately But, you know, you might be all three But those type of people, they hate her and they hate John legend. And then on the opposite side, she is a Caucasian, half Caucasian, um, Asian, biracial woman, non-black who's married to this handsome, uh, like we just stated, successful singer in John legend who is a black man. So in a black community for like a bunch of black women and for a bunch of gay black men, for whatever reason, like they already have it out for you because, Oh, like you saw one of our men, you know, like we talk about that a lot. And, you know, we talk about that with the bachelor. We talked about interracial dating and stuff like that. So she's such an easy target for those people, for them to be critical. But like my point, my thing with this specific tweet, I'm like, Expensive means different things for different people. Like, me and you talk about going to these expensive restaurants and stuff like that, right? So somebody could look at that and be like, oh, like, Shook's complaining about a $40 dish of pasta. And Mike's complaining about an expensive restaurant bill. It's like, do you not realize there are kids starving in all these third-world countries in Africa? So it really... It really goes down. And like, to me, I just thought it was an innocent question because it's something everybody could relate to because every something like at at, at any, any way you put it, something is extremely expensive to somebody. Like what might be expensive to me might not be expensive to you, but at the same time, it's super duper expensive.
0: Yeah, totally. Like I just bitched. It's just just, about perspective. I just cut yeah it, no I, it's a relative i always say that i was bitching Relatively and complaining yeah. about I'm bitching and complaining about this buffalo chicken wrap from this new spot that opened near me and my girlfriend was like getting mad because i was like bringing it up i'm like fucking 18 dollars i was like i was mm-hmm. like oh you know i was like complaining and stuff and i'm like then i'm doing the math i'm like that you know that's an hour or you know it's an hour of work right there man all those like you know, and then I bring up the, but then I go, you know what? I deal with a lot of people, you know, like high, 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 uh, bracket, yeah. And um, so I'm gonna do double zap now and be like, if you're so vocal during the pandemic about like, you know, just, ch- just like you know, being very, very vocal and stuff about th- political stuff, and then like, then you flip, it, and then it's just talking about like. $13,000 is, you know, that's more than I, you know, uh, hey, uh, that's a lot of money, you know, like, uh, it's not only just who, who the people you were talking about, it's also people that are about like class system and um, money. But it's, uh, I only bring that up now because I don't you know, it's like, I, you know, I, I only bring it up because like the third response, because I'm going through each response of like the main thing that, Keegan, uh said was, hey, not everything I say is going to be relatable to you. Like she, even, The word relatable. Hey, not everything I say is going to be relatable to you uh, because it is my life. I see your tweets. I get your jokes. You're so funny, whatever, whatever, whatever. Then why'd you tweet it? I feel like that's like a thing they would, would say like at a tea party in, the, in like the Beverly Hills hotel and be like, Thirteen thousand dollars, but then you post in the public. Take the good, take the bad. You take the praise because she's uh, they're like got, like ele- elevated. They're like, oh my God, when they when they show up, everyone's like, you know, like the the president Biden would be like, you know, like, oh my God, I love these people. Um, take the good, you know, you take the praise, but then she has a right to say, like, you know, to uh, defend herself in, in the public forum. That's the whole thing with social media which it's become such a combat like a combat zone of just like ideas and stuff where sometimes i'm just like oh i get like a headache just like looking at this stuff when um you know if that makes sense no
1: i wouldn't ever say you know that.
0: and then she said she's she said humble bragging too like uh there's people are saying like oh no uh, she wasn't humble humble bragging but um that's my next statement, but let me go. What, what, what I just said, what do you think about it? Because I'm, I'm just going different people's no, viewpoints. I, don't, I, don't I, dis- try to, I try to figure out.
1: No, I disagree with the part like, oh, why did she tweet it? Because like I said, I only saw the first part when she asked, have you ever bought mm-hmm. something expensive? And it, I, you, Have you ever bought something that sucked and then found out it was expensive? I only saw that part, yeah. and that's something I could relate to. And then she added, uh-huh. and then the next tweet was the one that every everybody had a problem with. And it's like, it, from that initial tweet, like, every, you know, like me, I had an answer for it. Like, several other people, they probably had answers for it. But then you see that second tweet, and it's like, she's talking about $13,000. Listen, if I had enough money to spend $13,000... On a bottle of wine, I probably would. And everybody who's saying, like, that's outrageous, blah, 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 like, you fucking would too. Like, there's so much shit that if you were wealthy, you would do. That sounds absurd to, like, regular people. It's just a fact. It's just you don't have the means to do it. Like, so why are you holding her? Like, why are you, like, like, um, why's the, 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 torch mob or whatever you call it, um coming towards her. Like she she basically put out a question there and everybody the same way like we always bring up our Twitter questions. The next topic that we talk we're about to talk about, oh, like which death, celebrity death, yeah, um hit you the hardest that, you know, like you didn't have a personal relationship with that person, but you felt it as if you did. Like and people have responses for it, but nobody's saying, like, oh, why are you talking about celebrity death during a pandemic? Like everybody's dying, like people yeah. are losing family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, mm-hmm. like every day, like it cannot be like it, it's never like if, if Joel was here, that's that's what he said. It's never that fucking deep. It's never that deep.
0: Yeah, like, of course. It's it's being it's being uh social in a world that's meaning more and more. I don't know but yeah but um
1: like like I'll give you an example right me and my best friend his girlfriend at the time her uh, I visited them and we went to this um I think it was Tony Roma's it was like a you know one of them restaurants like every fucking dish on the shit was like between like 50 and 100. dollars and we walk in and it's this mm. big ass Louis Louis the Thirteenth bottle and it has the price in yeah. front of it and it says like sixteen thousand dollars. And when you pass it and you're like, wow, like, you think somebody's really gonna pay sixteen thousand dollars to drink that? And she was like, and like me and my friend was thinking about the Rihanna song where she's like Louis Thirteenth, I'm buying like the whole bottle and you just bought a shot. And it's like, all right, nobody's like, like, and you hear fucking people like singing that part, and nobody's saying like, oh, like Rihanna, that's insensitive. Like, why would you buy a sixteen thousand bottle of, bo- sixteen thousand dollar bottle of wine or champagne when, like, you know, people like, you know, kids don't have feet on um, shoes on their feet or whatever the fuck people complain about. It's just. Like, I think people just take shit, like, a little bit too seriously. I mean, it's just...
0: It is yeah. Wild. My thing is, my thing is this, like, I'm, I'm like, okay, so, uh, I'm gonna get back to the actual, like, tweets and stuff, but I'm gonna just say, like, I'm nervous about, um like, the next generation. I'm gonna be an old man right now and be, like, if things are gonna get more and more, like, what me and you are doing. I haven't seen you in, like, a year. Oh, I saw you once, but, like, we haven't been together like in a year so mm-hmm. like everything is going to be very very distant like social literally socially you know distant and then when you like are talking to someone like face to face you're gonna um I-, I feel like a lot of things are gonna be lost like, Where we like you can't it's going to change if that makes sense i don't know if i how, how i can uh you get what i'm saying like where it's getting a bs with someone and then everything on twitter is so like I keep saying 100% this, 100% that, and it's just like people just like, you know, toxic, and just like yelling at each other and everything. And um, like it goes from one, one question, and then the next one, and then like, back and forth, and then she was, you know, the whole thing where she's saying, well, I'm telling my story, and things like that. Um, but, then you, but then you shit on the people that are like, complaining about their story. So their story doesn't matter, right? Like that's the whole thing. It's like, where do we go? Like, so her story matters more, and then if someone who's disagrees with you, cancel them. Like, no. And then the other person's like, like applauding the next person, and you get so like, hey, let's just like, I don't know, just like this type of things is just like kind of annoys me. And um, the next thing, if I can jump in. Let me talk about the waiter. So they're saying like, like you know, like someone recommended it. Mm -hmm. Um, You could have just said like, "Oh, I got this Cabernet," and I didn't realize the price. But then you were like, "They recommended it," meaning she was implying she got fleeced. Did you get that from that? That she was like, "Oh, she was like duped." Nope. You didn't get that from that. Nope. Don't you go to Don't
1: you go to restaurants and ask like, um. What's the specials? The price? Yeah. No, but I mean... Menu? Obviously, obviously, if you're Chrissy Teigen, you're not going to sit there and be like, what's the price of this? Like, when you go to McDonald's, like, do you like... I mean, obviously, the price is already there, but you you don't be like, all right, like... But right your face know. and neon lights. Yeah, like, I'm not going to, like... Well, oh, I want, like, a Big Mac with extra mac sauce and bacon on it, and then be like, oh, like... Oh, like, you see... Like, this, this, this is outrageous, like... No, nah. Yeah,
0: I did actually. Bitch, I did bitch. I went to McDonald's six months ago and I got like two things and it was like eighteen dollars and I was like, I thought those was a dollar. Man, you know, I got me. All right, so hey, so let's expand. No, nah, so but I people, was in the same, you know, no, nah, but people, people
1: always like upsell. Like that's that's what they teach you to no, do. Of course, yeah. Like especially if you're mm-hmm, in, yeah. especially you're if you're in a restaurant that sells thirteen thousand dollar bottles of wine, like. Of course, your manager is gonna be like, "Oh, all right, you're gonna be at the cra- table with Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Try to push that thirteen thousand dollar bottle of wine. Like, how is he the bad guy? Yeah. And How is Chrissy Teigen a bad guy oh, for no, buying he's not it? Not bad guy. But how is Chrissy Teigen a well, person? Are. Uh, but I'm saying, like, how do you blame her to say, like, oh, she got, f- she's trying to make it out like she got fleece? No, somebody suggested. No, a bottle I mean that's like
0: we you can perceive.
1: First of all, if somebody is suggesting a bottle of wine and says, like, it's the best wine we have in the house, blah, 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 like, even if they don't tell you the price. Because some people, like, you might feel, like, honestly, like, as a black person, like, I don't, like, perhaps it's also something, like, you as a white person experience, right? But when you go to restaurants or you go to a store and you ask about stuff, people always make it a point to tell you the price to imply that you can't afford it. So that waiter probably was like, all right, like it would be insulting to tell this person I know like already has the means to purchase this bottle of wine, like to tell them the price, but I'm just going Mm -hmm. to tell them that it's a really good bottle of wine. But if you walk up to the table, if you walk up to the fucking table and I'm John Legend And I'm there with my wife, Chrissy Teigen, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model and fucking host of um, the shit she owes. I'm not familiar with it, but I'm just saying both of us make a shit ton of money. And you walk up to my table and you're like, hi, uh, good evening, blah, blah, blah. Would you like to try this wine? Sure. We like to try try this wine. Well, it's $13,000. I'm going to feel insulted. I'm a real yeah, true.
0: I think the best thing would have been just to uh, give it. Like, how Did you enjoy it? Oh, it's good. But we have a whole... And then you could be like, oh, we have this whole other thing here. And, you know, like, here here it is. And then just be like, uh, this is, you know... Then it, they describe the year. You know, I, 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 yeah, I didn't even think about that, too. Like, saying it to your face. Like, I didn't even think about that. Hey, see, I didn't even think about it. But uh, because I thought it would be on a menu, but obviously it's like stuff maybe in the back for like, you know, you know, high, you know, like other guests of your uh, establishment. But then if you give it, oh, you should always give like a sample of it because what if you don't like it and then you get screwed? So you give the the sample.
1: Well, you're going to give a sample of a $13,000 bottle of wine. It's probably like a lot of restaurants. Like high class restaurants, like you have to buy the bottle. They don't serve glasses because once you open a wine, it's already, um, yeah, it's already losing its, its um, it, it's um, it's already losing its age and its flavor and its, its, its body. Mm-hmm. So you can't just give samples. So that's why he couldn't give samples of this expensive bottle of wine. It's like either you buy it or you don't.
0: The, the classy thing would have been it would have been the complete opposite of this. Where the, well, I don't even know. But Chrissy Teigen, what I know her from is like social media. She would have hyped up the place if it was a pleasant experience, and they would have you know given them a good night. And um, you know, it would have been more of the whole thing with like getting the money. Like now, like they're gonna, whoever this place is, is gonna come out. And they're just gonna lose money, you know.
1: So it's I totally do, um, I disagree with that, too, because for one, she didn't put the name right, of the right. she didn't she didn't put the name of the restaurant. Oh, right. she didn't say that People the service. Married. She didn't say that the service or the food was bad. She didn't say anything other than the bottle of wine. Like she never she she didn't drag the place. She just said, "I bought this bottle of wine and it sucked, and it was extremely expensive." That's it. There's no she didn't yeah, but people she didn't drag the waiter, she didn't drag the restaurant, she didn't drag the manager, she didn't even dog, she didn't even fucking say the brand of wine. So to say like yo, this is the one that's like thirteen thousand dollars name, blah 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 blah, like don't buy it to to kill that that company's brand or that winery's brand, she didn't do that.
0: Yeah, um, but celebrities, they are followed by piranhas and like paparazzi and then they follow them that's this is what happens over there they, they they follow them they know where they were going they know what spot they were at uh you know we I think we talked about this recently about like TMZ how like they have this whole file on people like this is where they were going this is like the you know so it you know someone could like you know spill, spill it and then be like you know and then try to use it against her you know I disagree with that too it happens. Really? Yeah. You don't think that people would like say something bad? All right, well. By the time I
1: actually you actually do all the investigation into the thing, like somebody's something else is
0: gonna happen and people won't care. Yeah. Okay, so we've seen we've been seeing a lot of celebrities, uh tributes popping up uh more and more over the years. Um Shog asked me the questions like which celebrity a death effect to do, you know, you didn't have any personal uh, experience or connection with them, but uh, someone in the public, uh, a public figure has an influence on you, especially when you were young and growing up, and when they pass, um, you feel it, you still, you you feel it, like, like kind of like a family thing, so, um, uh, Shug, I'm gonna ask you, you brought it up, I'm gonna ask your opinion like, what was your what was what, what's yours
1: yeah i'd seen the question on twitter and like roy woods jr um from daily show like he picked um <laughs> he picked optimus that's prime. follow man he picked optimus prime and like the transformers <laughs> oh! movie in the eighties. <laughs> that's
0: true man that's uh, dark that's dark
1: yeah that was dark. But like a lot of people, they pick like Kobe, and you know that's a that's a solid choice because it did it, it it hit hard for a lot of people, especially when you um the fact that he he passed with his um daughter, as his, his daughter also died in the same um in the same yeah. crash, it's, it's extremely sad. That was bad. But for, like, me personally, like, the one I thought of, like, you know, looking back at, on the day when they they passed and the week after, like, how it it, it it really, like, carried over, the person I thought of was um Michael Jackson, because when I was a kid, he was, like, the first celebrity, like, I stand, you know, I stand... For, um, because one of my favorite movies when I was like four or five years old was Free Willy, and he did you know the title the the main song from that movie, and also he did it for the sequel, in Free Willy Two. Part
0: One is uh, I I am there for you. No, what what was the Free Willy song? I am there for you. I forgot. Oh, was, shoot, I should. I should know this.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, I will be there for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm at. I yeah, because he, he was like, like did like, the whole thing where he was like, "I'm there for you." He was I like, like "What in the inner?" Yeah, oh, definitely. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, boy.
1: Yeah, and like I had um, my mom had the Michael Jackson history um CD, which was like three fucking CDs, and I had like. 50, like, Michael Jackson songs, and so I really, like, gravitated towards Michael Jackson when I was a kid, man, like, I, I really like like, his music, he was, like, the first, like, celebrity or musician or entertainer that I was, like, yeah, that's, like, my my guy, and fast forward, obviously, you know, you grow up, and then you learn about, like, his Eccentricities, and then you also learn about like, you know, the allegations and trials that he went through and stuff like that. And then you see, like, the crazy stuff. Like, I remember that um interview with the the that, that asshole that like um whatever his name is. Um, oh, the, uh,
0: the yeah
1: Indian dude, but because like, he did the same yeah, shit. Yeah, but like, then li- die and 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 he did it to to Michael Jackson, try to make him look like. Oh, fucking, like, wacko.
0: Yeah, but they let me interject real quick, because I'm going to let you do your thing, but uh, later on, they released a, the uh, unedited version of it, where they were, like, yeah,
1: I recall a
0: lot. remember that? They were, like, hyping him up, saying, like, you are an amazing man. You are a beautiful person. And they would say something, and then they would, like, completely, like, show a different question, and he'd be, like, yeah. you know, they, then the whole thing happened. Yeah, or and Please. Then, uh, I'm on board with you.
1: And then, um, you know the stuff where, and and the last decade of his life, he had the stuff where he was holding his son over the the balcony, and then he had his Blanket. children always coming out with like face coverings and stuff like that. So, and then the, I remember as a kid, they always used to say like he bleached his skin and all this like crazy stuff and i I think i said it before on the show like um the jacksons a family the 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 movie that used to come on the tv movie like that was one of my favorite movies and he was just when he died he was such a like tragic character like such a tragic like person and you gotta remember, he was only like 50 years old, like he wasn't even that old, and yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, no, like you didn't, I didn't even know like he was sick or anything like that. And obviously, the, the doctor like over prescribed him, and that's how he eventually died. Um, mm. and I just like when he died, it really hit me personally because you know, and you know, we we talked. On one of our outtakes, we were talking about how Rodney Anoe, Yukazuna from WWE, we watched this um special about him that had all of these people, relatives, friends, um, talking about him and just talking about him glowingly. And I just thought about it and I was just like, man, like I really wish like people would have treated him better. Um, before he passed away, like he 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 died like this. Um, person like that was just vilified. Everybody was calling him a child molester, and everybody said he was they, they used to call him Wacko Jacko. Like, and then when you find out, like, you come to find out, like, he was friends with a lot of like these comedians, like Chris Tucker, Eddie Griffin, like Eddie Griffin. Drove him to one of the trials, the same trial, like he had the pajamas on, like Eddie Griffin drove him to that. And he used to chill out at like Eddie Griffin's house and Chris Tucker's house to like duck the media. Um, and the, like I say, the, the skin bleaching thing It's just, it, 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 felt personal to me because like a lot of stuff you find out after he died, when you find out from other people about him, um, You know, I talk about, like, the skin bleaching thing, and people used to say, like, he was lying about the vitiligo, and if people aren't familiar with vitiligo, it's when the melanin in your skin, like, degrades, and it turns you from dark to, to pale, and it encompasses whole body, and that's how he turned like that, and people used to say he bleached his skin because he wanted to look white. And he went on and I uncovered like an interview he did with Oprah and he like vehemently denied that shit. He was like, No, I'm a black man and I'm proud to be black. There's nothing if he was like, if it was within my power, like I would not look the way I am. It's just this condition with my skin has turned me this way. And he really and it had little he popped up at um like churches. And different like black organization and he organizations and he was really really like proud to be a black man and I was one of the like things the media used to spin like like he was like this white guy and uh, like he wanted to be white and he was ashamed of being black and he distanced himself from black people and it's like after his death you found out like a like a shit ton of his obviously he had a lot of friends that were white and a lot of famous other friends and stuff like that. But like a lot of his like friends were like a whole bunch of like black people. You didn't even realize like the Eddie Griffin thing, like that shit like surprised me. So that was really sad. And also the, the crazy thing about the day he died before he died, Farrah Fawcett died and basically nobody yeah. had they don't, like sadly for Farrah Fawcett because she, she was huh? an amazing person too. Like she died, and nobody really got the chance to mourn her because this even more famous person, um, died after. And I um, before I finish up to to let you go, Mike, like, the reason I say like it was personal to me is because I think for like a week straight, MTV, BET, uh, all these networks, VH1, like they all showed like Michael Jackson yeah, VH1, videos. It. They showed Michael Jackson videos, like. 24 7 for like a week and it's insane because remember michael mm-hmm. jackson was the first black artist on mtv so there he was Don't
0: he kind of they also cut into um every single owned turner tbs they played michael jackson all the uh turner stuff for some mm-hmm. reason, to they, I mean, Not for some reason, but they like they cut until like, interviews with them. It was it was a huge deal, but uh, you know, I'll give you. you know,
1: yeah, yeah, and um, so it's it's crazy that Michael Jackson he was the first acceptable black on MTV. He was the first black person on MTV. It was like, oh, alright, like he's, you know, he's black, but he's pop enough that we could play his video. We'll play this one artist. So you just, they open a the door for him. It's just the the um it's just interesting how um take times like this flat circle where he barely got on MTV to the point that when he died, you know, two decades later, like they have a whole entire day week um dedicated to him and when they they play the songs like i used to like tear up and i really felt bad because i felt like the world um and pop culture really like vilified this guy that was like this world-class like entertainer and might have been like you know i don't know The be the beatles said they were more popular popular than jesus like i think michael jackson was probably like the second most popular person outside of jesus like i'm not even wild when i say that but my- who was yours?
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't bring this up, but uh, John Lennon was being sarcastic. He didn't even fucking mean that. It was just, he was saying like, oh, this, you know, because he was talking about the hippies and shit. But let me just pop up. Oh, what the hell he was talking about? I like John Lennon, but mm. um, I'm, I'm surprised you said Michael Jackson. Um, shoot, man. I think I was a doorman in Manhattan. Farrah Fawcett died, and I started my gig. It was an overnight thing she was like the celebrity thing and this is like Twitter started in like really early you know like it was 2009 and my brother told me and I was like "Ah, oh, fuck and then this was in my 2008 2009 like I was in college uh, in the city and uh I think I told you this where I was like uh I went to um I went to Webster Hall that night and I, w- I I danced for four hours straight to uh, Michael Jackson remixes and stuff. And I was like, I was wearing like you know Timberlands, and I was like dancing and stuff. <laughs> and um, and then like for like the next week, everyone was every radio station because this is like our people, the young people out there. The radio station we didn't have satellite in every car yet. And my, my the buddy or like my drinking buddy. Uh, we went to West Webster Hall. We drove accidentally up the wrong avenue. We went up... Uh, we, w- we went up... Uh, no, no, no. We went up uh, 7th Avenue by accident or something like that. And we were blasting um, uh, Man in the Mirror on the Degan We are on the Major deagan de- uh, blasting the music. And I was like, man... Because when I was a kid, um, VH1 had always on his birthday, they would have like the Thriller... I have the history VHS right here in the plastic, the VHS of with the, uh, you know, the one from 95. And um, I'm a huge fan of Michael Jackson and um, we're on the same page with that. Um, I'm saying what else happened. Oh, the condition thing, um, you know, like when you live in a greater area, like, you know, more people, you see people who have like half their face is white and half their face is black. And it's like, or, or you know, the, the pigment is missing. Um, So when people like, don't really understand, like, that's a real, con- you know, condition.
1: Yeah, I, seen, you know,
0: I, you know, that's, there's I, a model, I've seen now. I'm know. like,
1: I don't know her name. Oh, the Well,
0: al- there's, there's albino people. There's, yeah, there's albino people. And then there's, there's you know, there's
1: a model. I, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but she's gorgeous and she has, um, she she has
0: vitiligo on. she's she's gorgeous Oh, yeah man i mean yeah i'm saying like the you know it's it's just a you know it's the pigmentation and stuff and we, you know you know that's how it is uh there's people who have you know different skin tone with different facial features and stuff so people you know always just said the the whole thing and it's the cheap cheap jokes
1: yeah.
0: uh i was so hyped i was hyped for the
1: uh winnie winnie harlow was her name okay and she she was on america's next top model
0: okay
1: yeah, cool British, yeah, with, with
0: but she had the uh um no uh the michael jackson had the uh the london tour planned and he was like practicing and stuff i i think that's what happened um the one, he was doing the whole London. What was it called? Um one more one more what one more time. Remember the whole interview he had? Yeah. Just one more. We're, yeah. Yeah. And I was watching it vividly. Cause I've been a fan, you know, forever. And that happened. And I remember it was a big deal. You know, um, I was walking home and then everyone was like blasting the music. Cause I do it have like uh vendors on like uh Manhattan Streets with selling like stuff and they were just blasting the music and everyone like I would walk through um the um yeah you know, I was like I worked in Greenwich Village and I would walk through um Washington Square Park and I would just walk through that and everyone was blasting the music and stuff. Uh and it was a it was a different time. Like you know it's sad to say it's weird to say that it was like you know almost 10 eleven years ago, 12 years ago um so I'm on board with what you said um but he had he would say something about his milk and that was uh you know like a a surgical thing and they're saying that's what like stopped his heart and everything and I, I, I sadly to say this but my choice uh was very similar it was it's actually Prince um sugar knows, knows i'm a big fan um since like the early 90s uh i got into him with you know funnily enough like the batman soundtrack so when i was like four years old i was listening to the batman soundtrack i mean you know we were like dance around to the music and like, i liked it and then later on i watched purple rain and then uh in the 2000s he made he he did a comeback and stuff but even like you know trl he showed up and uh I have a funny story, actually. My sister-in-law, um, my sister-in-law is actually a huge fan too. Um, so that's kind of the thing that me and my, uh, her and my brother got uh, like in sync with and she was waiting for him in Times Square at TRL and you uh, 2 showed up and they are like, you know, Bono's doing this whole like walking around thing and she was like <laughs> ignoring him and then like, Prince showed up and then it was like a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so, um, finally in 2010, he started doing tours again in like our area. Uh, and later on we found out that he had like a relapse, uh, like he was doing, you know, something happened and, but he came back, he was doing tours and, um, I, I got, I had the pleasure of seeing him four times. And the first time i saw him was at izod center and it was like one of the best best musical experiences ever uh i'm gonna i'm gonna pop this in and uh, show you guys uh the show went three hours it was where the nets used to under oh, no, the nets yeah it was where the nets used to play in the devils and it was three hours or it was like two two like 220 two hours 20 minutes and everyone started clapping, like, come back out, whatever. He, w- he walks out. And he's like, because he hadn't been around for a while. And he goes, They're gonna have to throw us out tonight. Boom. And he went into one of like a weird, like uh song that no one else knows about. And uh, and, you know, you know, like fans, like it was a deep cut, as what they say. And he went out for f- like 40 more minutes. And then I got the pleasure, actually uh, my bachelor party or my, you know, my best man gift was to see him at, uh, uh, what's that joint in uh, Connecticut? Mohegan Sun. So I saw him four times. And then um, I'm gonna get to the setter part. So then um, I, my first day at a new job, I was I I got a job at another job as a doorman, and I was getting all these tests, uh, texts. My phone was blowing up, as they say, as the kids say. And the guy was like, "Are you? Why are you looking at your phone?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like my phone's going off." And then I, I, you know, I, I know a month earlier, a um, uh, parent had to like land down, because like he got sick, or whatever. But he left the hospital. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into it but apparently like he didn't want like something happened I don't want to get into it but so like my phone was blowing up and all my friends are like I hadn't seen in years or whatever or like they knew that I was like a huge Prince fan for like 10 years or 15 years you know we're saying oh sorry man I heard what happened I was like what and um it just sucks because you know I listened to music I listened to his music when I was like four uh really young and then and then high school, I got back into it again and in college. And it was just like, when you have someone who makes like uh, like you know, thousands of songs, you know, you listen to them all the time. And um, with you, Shug, like Michael Michael Jackson, like he made many, many songs too on his own and everything. But um, he would wait more time like he would wait like four years and that's why he has all these classics uh Prince has all these so- songs too but he would have a song like every like an album every like six months for like 50 years uh, almost 50 years I mean 78 was his first album so uh yeah so it hit me hard because uh it connected me to my brother sister-in-law uh yeah, so that was like a big deal, like, you know. Uh and he was very vocal and stuff. I mean, you know, I don't know how you feel what you're saying, but it was like uh I always wonder like cuz it was April 2016, uh I wonder what would have cuz he had a song about um and you know the you know Baltimore. he had, he had a lot of like political songs like um, like less than a year before he passed away. And it was sad to hear, you know that he died in his studio, but, um, but he lived in his studio. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You, uh, what are your thoughts on Prince? We never really, you, you, you heard me talk about Prince a lot, but what are your thoughts on him? Yeah. Oh, um, I
1: was a fan of his, um, more so like, as I got older, cause obviously, cause you know, it was always, it's interesting we pick, Michael Jackson and Prince, cause they kind of had this, um, they had like a rivalry. Um, and. He was the second black, uh, he was the second
0: black man on, uh, MTV.
1: Yeah. And it was even talks that they would, at one point they were going to do like an album together. And I think like bad, mm-hmm. bad, um, it was supposed to be like a duet between those two kind of like in the same way that Michael did. Um, the Girl Is Mine with Paul McCartney. So Bad was kind of supposed to be with him and Prince. And I guess like the lyrics of the song kind of scared Prince off because he was
0: like, what was the, yeah. the lyric? He was like, oh. <laughs> Prince, no, no, all right, let me say it. Prince was like, uh, what about my butt? You he's oh, I'm gonna kick your butt or something, but he was saying, it Your was butt something. is mine, we your can, butt, because that's the first one. Your, oh, yeah. your butt is mine,
1: you know. Yeah, so he was yeah, like, Yeah, he was like, Who's what? Not <laughs> my butt. Um, but he was he was, <laughs> he was very protective of his character and he used to pick mm-hmm. and choose when he would do things and how he would do it. And I just remember as a kid, he popped up on. Um, the Muppets tonight, if you remember our show, mm-hmm, yeah, he popped up on yeah, our show,
0: bar- yeah, or and Disney. then ABC or Disney, I don't know.
1: It was on ABC, and then it ended up on Disney Channel. Yeah, okay. And the only other like appearance I think he did, like acting wise, outside of his movies, was um, in. New Girl, one of my favorite shows, and that one he yep. actually he re- re- he requested to be on that show because he was like such a fan of it, and he was so great in that episode. And I think when he passed, I actually I rewatched the episode over and over, um, because he was great in it. He was Prince as Prince in it. Um, I actually a famous clip is like he brings like kim kardashian on stage at one of his concerts and i'm very like anti i was
0: there i was there
1: were you okay yes
0: yes yes. (laughs) Uh, i'm
1: very i'm very anti kim uh, i mean very anti (laughs) kardashian jenner group like i'm a sounded i think this is the, like the 20th season and it's supposed to be their last. I don't know why people like sit down, like why people say, like, yeah, I have to watch keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, they're so like interesting that I have to watch them. And one person, and that's one of the reasons upon many reasons I admire him, is like he was like, Fuck the Kardashians. I don't give a fuck. Just any get any up.
0: Like he told oh, her to get God. off the,
1: he told her to get off the stage, and then that same episode of New Girl. Like Kim Kardashian and Kim and Chloe, I think were supposed to be in an episode, and he told the producers he wouldn't do the episode if um, they were on it, and they got booted from the episode. And I was it. was one of the things. But when he passed, I uh, I was at work, um, oh. and I was actually working with like this girl, and she was like really really young, so she didn't know who Prince was, so. I pull out my phone. I was like, Prince has passed away at 58. And I was like, wow, Prince died. And she was like, who? Was just, it, it was. Uh, oh, yeah. But it, it was sad. like, he uh, he—he like, he was amazing, man. I, lo- I love his um, When I really, really got into his, his um, music. And then Mike, you joined us at work. And he was talking about, you know. Oh, you're a big Prince fan, and like I was like, What's your favorite Prince song? And he was like, Listen, man, it's it's <laughs> deeper than that. Like, I like like if I it's tell you it's like it's deeper than that. It's not gonna be <laughs> it's not gonna be any songs you heard. I like the Prince deep
0: cuts. And I was like, all right. <laughs> oh I, I I think I told you, like, so like I'm like at a new joint, a new uh store for like six months, and then like when I first started, I was like I was getting my uh, bowls busted, as they say in the in the business. And uh the song that popped on was Alphabet, you know, you know, like I'm going down, <laughs> you know, it's a song about Conelingus. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, Prince made a song that was his single oh, man i love like like little record
1: that like I, I, it's about yeah man it's about van- know, it's about va- vanity's vagina
0: and it's, it's like one of the greatest songs ever i love it the, the backs the backstage the back uh backstory to it he was like he fell asleep in the back of a corvette he was like driving with i think literally it was like someone or whatever they were driving down and he was like and he they thought of the song he was like all right you know because you know horses are trojans condoms Yeah. Um. And then like, his like first album that was huge. He's not even singing the first. He's not the first person singing on the album. Mm -hmm. It's the guy who let him live in his basement when he when he ran away from home. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's like great, man. The the revolution was great. Then he you know he worked on, you know, solo stuff and moved on more. Um, I
1: don't, he, want to like disc- yeah, I don't like this. And then he got like he got like a whole second, um, life because, like I said, he he keeps himself like very private. He keeps his private life private, and but you got to learn about another side of him from a person who, unfortunately, I think passed a little while after he did in Charlie Murphy on a Chappelle show with his stories. And mm-hmm. people was like, um. you know, he's, he, you know, Charlie Murphy's telling a story about, like, Prince and, and the Revolution, like, whooping him and his boy's ass in basketball. And for one, Prince was, like, five foot five.
0: Oh, and, man. Five two.
1: Yeah, and he's Prince. So, you're, he, like, he, he whooped your ass in ball, and, like, it, it, it's... It, it it always registers with me when I when I remember it because he's like Charlie Murphy he says, if you don't believe me, if you ever meet Prince, challenge him to a game of basketball and make sure your boys are there to see it, cause he's gonna whoop your ass. And they asked Prince about it, and he was like it was like he he's like, Yeah, whoop Charlie's ass. And then mm-hmm. you look him up and like he actually was like a all state Minnesota basketball player.
0: Um yeah, well, Muggsy Bogus was 5'3. He's like one of the best. I don't say all he's right.
1: one of the best.
0: But he he was oh, a, hey. He was a short he, he's guy. He's a personal favorite of mine, but he okay. Was,
1: he was a short guy that played basketball. But um oh,
0: okay. Um all right. Yeah. I had that's, some.
1: A, that's the only connection there. But both guys, Michael Jackson and Prince, they were extremely influential. We talk about the weekend. If you listen to weekend's music, he sounds like Michael Jackson. His lyrical content is very much like Prince. Like, you know, Mike just said it, like Prince has a song that's playing in, in um in at his location, uh, at his um place of work. And it sounds like innocent enough, but when you really deep dive into the lyrics, it's like, yo, he's talking about going down on a woman. So I guarantee you, tomorrow night at the Super Bowl, one of Prince one of um the weekend songs. It's gonna be um, I can't feel my face, and everybody know what that's about. It's about cocaine. So he, you know, Prince, you know, we can actually reference it in another song. Like I'm talking about, like cocaine, and I won a kids award for the song, and that's the type of shit that Prince did. Prince would come out and sing these songs about raunchy shit, but the lyrics were so well written and the music was so well composed that you didn't even think about it. So he inspired him. He He inspired. Uh, the dream a lot of people like. I used to send when I found out Mike was a Prince fan, I used to send Mike music. I used to be like, Yo, this future. song, fu- future, all of these people like, I would send it to him and I'll be like, See, he like, listen to the song, don't it sound like a Prince song. And it's like, and I, I that's the fact, it's crazy how these people like live on, but yeah, it's, it's personal, yeah. it's very personal.
0: But also, with uh, you're talking about how, um, uh the subver- subversive is a word I would use uh, the opening song of the Batman soundtrack. I'm listening to this at like three or four. I think my mom had it somewhere and she was like, oh, I'll give it to you. And then we like found it and we listened to it and we were like, you know, you know, dance to it and shit. And it was um, the future. I seen the future It's the opening song of like the Batman soundtrack. It's in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's about him taking ecstasy and having a bad overdose yeah. or having a bad trip yeah it's crazy it's insane like that like he's like all right we'll get it it, you know all right but um i'm actually you know i you know uh what do you th- we'll move on from that but uh you know we had a great time with uh you know i'll always uh every once in a while i'll straight up listen to like every single uh i think one time i said uh, hey name a prince album and i'll like say the track listings and stuff every once in a while i'll jump back into it but uh to tied into super bowl prince had one of the um best uh halftime performances oh yeah definitely it was like that was the, amazing
1: it was the best one post you know because obviously they toned it down after the um janet jackson yeah. justin timberlake thing and then they had a while where it's like all right rolling, St- rolling stones it. tom petty uh John, uh, Paul McCartney, and it's just like, all right, Mellon, man, like Melon
0: Camp and shit.
1: Yeah, it's like, really, like, you're appealing to like
0: sixty and seventy oh, year olds, yeah. and it's like, yeah. <laughs> wait, let me say one more thing, man. All right, let me just say this, and then we can move on. move on. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. So. So. What I, wouldn't sh- what I would show is not the actual halftime performance of Prince. I, what I would show is the press conference a week before, you know, because, like, back, you know, there would be the two-week in between the uh, championship and the Super Bowl. So, like, I guess, like, a week or, you know, 10 days later, Prince came out and he was like – he came out and he sat down. You're he, he – the, the cameras and stuff. He sat down and he was like, I will uh, I'll listen to all your questions and then the first person started talking, he kicked the chair away, took his guitar out, and started playing for 10 minutes. He didn't even take any questions. He just played his music for 10 minutes and left. And he was like, I'll see you at the Super Bowl. He walked away. Mm -hmm. That was it.
1: Bachelor update, episode four.
0: What I know is that there was some uh, controversy that popped up where um, the Rachel you know the Rachel. Um... Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I did say I was gonna bring that up too. Yeah, I, I, I mean yeah. not that I told you, but I, I was, yeah. I did bring I did have that on my notes. Yeah, so go on. Yeah,
0: so I heard the whole Rachel uh thing popped up about her like social media history and stuff. Um, all, what I what I want to hear is like, um so what's going on with like what were the dates? Because that's the whole point of the thing is like. uh how did how did this episode develop from you know at the beginning you know like you know you know the structure of the bachelor show as people who watch the show if people don't watch the show there's a there's like a date there's you know there's a private date group date so what yeah, i'm, I'm
1: still thing? trying to get like the hang of like how everything works um with the roses and the date the pre rose ceremony roses that they give up I guess like it's kind of like protection like immunity from the the um road ceremony so I'm still getting the hang of it but um he spent the first part of the episode um first of all he sent Anna home who we we talked about where yeah. he was kind of um implying that Brittany was an escort or she put it out there, and then she was all, like, you know, kind of um, uh, remorseful, like, after the fact, when it was, like, evident, like, he was going to send her home. Um, But she she put it out there, like, and it's cool that, uh, like, he, he kind of had, like, a zero tolerance for, like, the bullying shit because she basically was trying to, like... um. Because once it's out there, it's out there. You could apologize, but you've already smeared this girl's name and everybody could see this show, like, her family, her friends, blah, 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 blah. And you're basically, like, saying, like, she's some kind of, like, escort or some kind of, like, hooker or sex worker and stuff like that. And it's, like, you, you um basically calling her out of her name. And he sent her home. He told her, like, he doesn't see um his journey to finding love or finding his soulmate or whatever and he doesn't see her in that journey and she was sent home and then it was put on blast with um victoria was the next one that people brought up where she was you know doing a lot of the bullying and we talk about her a lot where she's um very mean and nasty to to people. To, to the Victoria, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And to me, it seemed like the girls were more like their reaction to Anna getting sent home was like, "Oh, who snitched?" Rather than like understanding that like that whole like cattiness and bullying and that toxic shit was like unappealing to Matt. And it's like if you're trying to if you're trying to win the thing and you're trying to win his heart, like, wouldn't you be more concerned with the fact that like he, you know, wouldn't you be more concerned with the fact that he finds that unappealing rather than, Oh, who snitched? Like who's telling on, on everybody that like that, that was my takeaway from
0: that. Uh, I, I agree with that. Um, I think the problem from other shows I watch, like the ones who make the most noise that you see, like are the ones who disappear, you know, and then they come back. I mean, they don't come back. I mean, other people uh, come in. Um, So what do you think about the, uh, you know, just tell me the the rest of the episode, the progress of it, like where it's going to lead for the next one. So we get the update in. Oh, well, Victoria finally got sent home.
1: He actually sent her no he he sent her home during the rose ceremony, and she walked up to him and it was like she was like, you're I'm better than all of these bitches da and like master's looking at her, he didn't even say anything to her, and then she's outside crying like i he he's he's losing the best thing that ever happened to him, blah 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 it's like it's it's you know, I, I thought, like, Victoria would stay on for, like, a while longer because, you know, obviously she brings the conflict and all that shit. But I guess, like, it, it's, it's genuine in the fact that, like, he doesn't really care about... One of the things he said, um, I can't remember if it was the end of the last episode or the beginning of this episode... And he was just like, if you're the type of woman that feels you have to put other women down to uplift yourself, then you're not the one for me. Mm. And I kind of feel the like same way, too. Like, I, I should... um, When dudes do it, it's called, like, dirty mackin', when you kind of, like, shit on another dude to, to impress dirty a mangan. girl. Um, dirty mackin'? I never
0: heard that before. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. Dirty so, mackin'. Basically, yeah.
1: these film, these women were doing a female version of... um. Dirty Mac and Matt let them know like that's not it. It's like if you're not gonna win off of just being you, um, then he's he's
0: he's not interested. Okay. Um. Yeah, that makes sense. I I honestly thought that she would stick around too. Um. But I think maybe her her whole intention was to maybe become the next Bachelorette. Or there's this thing called the Bachelor at or Bachelor Island or whatever. Um, She seemed very phony. It was seemed very, um, you know, like she knew what she was doing. And um, I don't know. Like I think maybe I could either she was mentally, you know, needed to be, you know, taken aside and say, hey, you need to leave the show, or she's doing a bit and the guys knew that it was always a bit. Because, um, I who starts so much shit. Like, if you go to work, well, all right, uh, let's let's do a quick thing. In, in the bachelor, like, going to a house with a bunch of guys. Would you start sh- starting shit with everyone right away? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, to rile people up like right away. What would you, what would you be your uh? Your thing, your strategy.
1: I mean, it it it's it's up to your personality. Like, you know, my personality ain't really like that. Like, I'm I'll, I'll probably just come in there, try to chill, like try to like make jokes with the um, try to make jokes and charm the bachelorette. I guess um, that would that would be my my um my strategy but i know i know of dudes that would go in there and like be on that oh like you know this dude's like he he got like a secret girlfriend oh like you know he actually has a child that he doesn't like take care of or some shit like that i, I know dude i know of dudes that would do that type of shit like kind of like, stir the pot like the pot stores like i know there are guys where that would be their way of trying to like win her over. Like I saw, it's Dirty Mackin.
0: Dirty Mackin. All right. So that, okay. So I think, um, whether well, it also be like an alpha, a different version of it. it's like an alpha thing where they trying to do everything, you know, like an alpha version of that's a sneak. Dirty Mackin seems very sneaky because I, mean, yeah. I never heard of Dirty Mackin before and I'm yeah. glad I know Dirty Mackin now. And I'm gonna use it all the time now. The quote to quote uh OE oh, Sunny with the uh brown out. You know, I'm gonna use it a lot now. Dirty Mackin. Okay, man. Um all right, so this is episode four. Um, this has been on for a while. Um w- w- uh what was the um oh yeah the preview for the next one? In- What's going on with the preview?
1: Yeah, so the last one that ended with Yassinia and your favorite mj where mj was kind of being mj was being called out for being um for the bullying thing too so it ended with matt trying to like having them two sitting in a room together and i guess he would talk to each of them individually and find out who's telling the truth and then make his decision then um uh, I guess the, so. So MJ's character is being brought into question by um, Yessenia, and now Matt's about to deal with them, and that's going to be the episode on Monday, or
0: where they begin. I on think Monday. like like so like when this type of thing happens, this reminds you, you know, like Bachelor. I, I did I bring this up a couple episodes ago? It was like it's like a high school thing, you know, it's like that type of structure, like hierarchy and stuff. Um, I think MG might be like kind of like a uh, subordinate, like, like a hype or a henchman or a henchwoman, whatever you want to say. Because um, it was like, yeah, a we'll, old, yeah, we'll see. They kind of, um,
1: it's been a thing with the, as you know, in the last episode, there were five new women brought in. So it was kind of like a yeah. whole um, us versus them with like the women I've been there for a while and these new women and these new women they're kinda just like there and they're not understanding like where this animosity is coming from and then they got people like in between. Yeah kinda you know, yeah it's got people like in between where they they're 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 not really being like um nasty to the new girls. Um and they're not really getting involved in it. But it's definitely like a section of the old group and that that's really animos, like really antagonistic towards the new group.
0: The weird thing, about, what what I will say for this one, um, for this bachelor update is who knows, like the diary side. You know, like real world had diary uh, rooms and stuff. Like who knows, like stuff that he didn't know about or he never saw. Because of of course, it's always about the dates. Um, but there's so much footage out there that, um, like it, no one will ever see it. It's gonna it, sit in a uh, ex- external drive somewhere. I, all right, full of, full disclosure, I used to work on uh, reality TV, and there's like storage units of just like massive, kind of like rare's the lost ark, like just like just footage that's never gonna be seen, um, and um, it. I don't know. Well, does it influence the actual relationship? Because the you know the people that actually stayed together, you know, what do you think? Like like the whole you know you're on TV. That's the whole thing that I love about it. It's like I mean, you're being influenced by.
1: Actually, interesting that you said that because I think somebody did bring that up. It was like I think it was I think it was the Yessenia and uh, MJ part where it was like Yessenia was saying, "All right, like you could lie to him here, but." you know, like when this airs, like people are going to see that, like, you know, I'm telling the truth. Yeah. So it, it is that, that, yeah. you know, art after the fact, like, Oh, I saw this. Now I know about it. You know?
0: Yeah. And of course, uh, big brother is my thing. And that's way different than this. Um, but ironically, I think more people got married on big brother than they did on- <laughs> that stayed together. It's like uh it's a crazy it's a, it's a crazy show and um i mean you know, we've been watching everything but
1: um so let's talk uh, about we, the Ra- yeah so let's talk about the Rachel thing so Rachel yeah if rumors there you go. um are said to be true like she is i think like the presumed winner of the whole thing cuz there was like this whole thing about her um matched um liking or sharing like her spotify playlists and stuff like that and um mm-hmm. they actually in the episode he went on like a date with her where he took her shopping and I'm like I, I remember tweeting and I was like Matt you're the bachelor why are you tricking like why are you spending money on her? Yeah. Like you <laughs> this is the type of shit you gotta do to impress a girl. Like she's supposed to impress you. Like she's supposed to take you shopping. Um and then they had dinner afterwards, and I think like he he gave her one of the roses. So he really got like a connection from her. He, I mean he got a connection with her. But I remember when they or when they showed a little thing saying their name, like the little the the um caption on the screen that's like racial. Hey. 24 lower third um, thing yeah so and so georgia and i'm like well you know georgia so hey you don't know anymore so it comes comes georgia is different so it comes out that um there's this uh lady on tiktok uh this young lady on tiktok that apparently I think i'm confused about it i don't know if she went to school with her or she went to a rival school of hers and i guess why so she kind of um she took uh she took a tiktok of um the scene where uh rachel and matt are talking and she's telling matt like i'm colorblind i don't really look into race or blah, blah 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 and all that bullshit and the... Oh, by the
0: way uh, colorblind is like that was, that's bullshit we, we i thought we got rid of that shit 15 years ago colorblind doesn't you know that that that's another use of uh subjugating you know being you know right am i mm. am i wrong saying that yeah okay. it's,
1: it's um it's kind of like coded talk like you can't say you don't see color like but um So she showed that part and then she goes on to explain that, yo, like I knew this girl when I was in high school and her and her friends used to make fun of me because I was attracted to black guys. And then I guess a bunch of other people that also knew her, that also knew Rachel, sent her like DMs explaining like, yeah, she did the same shit to me like she was racist um she used to be um antagonizing me for liking black dudes and blah 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 so clearly either rachel um has changed or she's just doing this shit for the t for tv so Mm -hmm. um it remains to be seen but the the girl i posted she said she didn't do it as a means to like um to 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 kind of like de- um to diminish Rachel's character, she was just saying she wanted a apology for the harassment she got from her in high school, being that she's you know basically being hypocritical. Um, but it's it's crazy. I've, I've seen you know it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like I've seen I should in college because I went to school during um the 2012 election with Mitt Romney and Barack Obama. And, you know, obviously, like, you know, it's, it's to an extent true because it probably is with their parents. Uh, like, you know, if you were not for Obama, like, you're probably racist. Like, I used to be, like, the consensus, obviously, from us Black people. Um, but a lot of people, they carry the same ideas as their parents and out there in western pa like as you've seen from the election maps um the county that we were in westmoreland county is like heavily red so it ain't really far-fetched that you know if you don't like obama like you're probably racist because you went on to support like the most racist president in recent memory in donald trump but i just remember like it used to have these girls and they'd go on Facebook or Twitter and, like, shit on Obama and, like, hype up Mitt Romney. There was a guy who was very pro-black. Um, Like, he he was probably, like, one of the only black guys that never messed with, like, white girls and and stuff like that. And, um... But he saw this going on, and he's very, very, um... He was very, like I said, pro, pro-black. Like, you know, like, um... How do I say the word, um, like activist. He was very like act act, um like a like an activist, so to speak. So he saw this shit where these girls were talking about Barack Obama and like just shitting on him and like he's a loser, blah 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 blah. So he comments on him. I'll never forget the shit. He comments on the thing and he was like. With the amount of black men I know that's been inside your mouth I know you're not talking a shit about Obama So it, Like the point I'm trying to make is like, There's a lot of white women that mess with Black dudes but they definitely have Like some racist ass um, Ideals Or racist um Ideology So this this thing with Rachel I mean if I was not I don't know if he's with her now if she won but like if that is true that she did these things like it's it's a conversation you're going to have to have and it's something that she's going to have to um explain final thoughts Mike what you got
0: okay with Tegan T- uh, Tegan tweets um you know like when I see it trending and I, she's been she's one of the top uh social media personalities um you know, it always pops up my mind, even though it's part of my, like, actual, like, trending things that are, like, dedicated to, like, my algorithm. Um, But it it made sense to me because I'm in a service industry. And I wouldn't, you know, I personally wouldn't have asked for, like, uh, hey, would you want to try this, uh, you know, like, walrus burger or something really, like, weird that someone would eat? And, um and then be like offended when they get mad because it was so much it was so expensive um the backlash of it is what i was more concerned about because uh it's con- it's people like us you know we're just doing this podcast and it's like it's always anti it's like back and forth um so that that's what i got from that because like we like we agreed on it was uh 100 bucks or 200 bucks 300 bucks to us would be 13,000 or you know something like that to them uh someone in that you know that uh area that that uh in that uh, level um the the celebrity who the death affected me the most. I was, uh, you know, I was surprised to hear about Michael Jackson with you. That actually was a big deal to me too. And when, but when Prince died too, it was a big deal. There's a lot of things that I didn't mention on our episode uh, that I, you know, I, I I would maybe I'll do my own version of Storytime but a lot of things happened you know, that music got me through a lot of times uh it got me through a lot of times that you know the, you know weren't the best um and nowadays it's like more of like a lot of podcasts get me through like you know yeah things are kind of rough you know so bachelor it's hard to watch bachelor every week um I I just my whole point of it is to hear what I should get they say about it because uh, you know that's that's the whole thing I want to hear about it It's just like what do you think about it because to me it's a reality show but it seems to be like you know something you're into more oh yeah by the way um, shout out to uh, Gary Valentine Gary Valentine, my, mom, my mom's birthday was this week. I did a cameo. And if you watch the first videos on YouTube of us on Sugar Me the Moody, we did a, a cameo with uh, Artie Lang. And as a goof, I just said, hey, Gary Valentine, but he did an amazing like two minute video for my mom and um, it was, you know, the first time I heard like, smile laugh and smile like that in a long time. And uh, it was great to hear. And we'll pop that in. That's my final thoughts. All
1: right, final thoughts. Chrissy Teigen. Um, I think she was just doing what a lot of people do, try to start, like, a, you know, start conversation on Twitter. And that's what people come on Twitter for, to um, engage in conversation. But then a lot of people, they also come on there just to, like, complain. I'm not going to lie. We've all taken parts of both sides. But, I mean, people was, like, complaining about her, like, uh, talking about a $13,000 $13, bottle of wine. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure that her and John Legend have spent, like, $13,000 um, each on like charitable stuff and doing a lot of like, um, different things with their money to help um, different communities and different areas that need help. Um, and then some, they probably spent 10 times as much, hundreds of thousands of dollars doing that. So I think you know the fact that they splurged this one time, and it just and she's talking about how you know they splurged and it wasn't enjoyable. You know, it's something everybody could relate to because when you have like it, you know if you if you got if you got the money to flex, like you're gonna flex. Um, like I was telling Mike, if, like this show blew up and we had like Joe Rogan money. Like I would probably um be buying like $20,000 bottles of wine. I mean, probably not, but I'll be splurging on a lot of shit that like um, seem extremely excessive. But, you know, that's, that's what happens when, when you get money. Um, then with the celebrity deaths, like I said, Michael Jackson, it, it hit me hard. Um, Probably more so of how we treated him when he was here. Um, we loved him, and then we hated him and it kinda it's crazy how like our shows kind of carry the same theme from week to week because it's kind of like that quote I quoted from the Tiger documentary with his family friend they said like you know the same people that helped him get up. they were cheering when he fell, and then when he got back up, um people started cheering for him again the same people that that pulled him down and I think that's the same thing with Michael Jackson like he he was like literally the king of pop and like the world's greatest entertainer and then he had all these legal troubles and all these eccentric stuff that he was doing that to us seemed weird you know you talk about like the $13,000 bottle of wine a man built his own theme park in his house and people looked at that shit like it was weird but, you know, he had the money and the means to do so. And Bachelor, it, you know, a lot of the people that I wanted to see win are starting to, like, disappear. Um, So that means it's getting closer and closer. And it's been really interesting. And it's also interesting when you go on social media or you read the news and then you find out these things such as Victoria, like – you know, she kind of had, like, a little criminal stuff that she did, and that came to light um, in these first, like, three episodes um, off-air, and then the stuff with Rachel is really, like, interesting, and it's kind of the same um thing where I talk about, like, having the first ba- Black Bachelor, like, you're not gonna, um, you won't have that conversation, kind of, you won't have that conversation if, like, you know, you didn't have a Black Bachelor, like, nobody would be Looking on TV, seeing this racial girl and being like, oh, wow, like, you know, she was racist as hell to me in college. So what is she doing here? Like trying to win this black man's heart. So that's really it's going to be really interesting to see what other stuff comes out um, in the coming weeks. But we'll keep y'all informed. Um, Any other announcements or any videos on YouTube? Anything with us,
0: uh, Mike? I mean, um, we're going to see more videos um, and posting more, more stuff. Um, I'm doing a lot of, like, wrestling-related stuff. Um, you know, like, it's the usual, you know, deal where just subscribe, uh, follow, and uh, as the year goes on, as 2020 goes on, 2021 goes on, um, well, you know, you'll see more and more detailed videos of, uh, you know, like what we're doing what our plan is for the future. Cause, uh, we have a lot of plans in b- brewing. All
1: right. So this has been episode 38 of Sug Me The Mooney, Sug Me The Mooney, Sug Me The Mooney.